Um, I want to I want to show you just some of the things going on here. Uh, let's take a look. This is in uh, Illinois at a, at a polling place today. Marsha Branch for voting. There are senior citizens sitting in there. They've been in there two to three hours waiting. There are too many people smashed together in there. It's too close in there. They're talking about all of this. What's wrong? It's taking too long. And I mean, I've been standing out here an hour myself. Too many people in there. None of the senior citizens are being waited on. They're just sitting there and waiting. And a lot of people are leaving. They're not voting because they're having to wait so long. So they're leaving this poll. What is the matter? Supposed to be like maybe 30 minute wait, two to three hours wait. Something is wrong. Somebody needs to do something. You literally have in Illinois, in Illinois, you got senior citizens, the most at risk here, going out to vote because Tom Perez had no moral leadership, Joe Biden urging people to vote. Simone Sanders, Joe Biden's senior advisor, goes on national television. CDC says it's safe. No, they didn't. That's a lie. You have senior citizens going out to vote, cramped up with each other, not social distancing. What do they say? Six feet? Waiting for hours? You're not talking about waiting for 10 minutes. You're talking about waiting for hours in a pack of people. Who the hell knows where those people have been? Who the hell knows how many of those people that were in that polling pace have the coronavirus and don't have any symptoms yet? It is truly unconscionable. And I'm no doctor, but you wait, you wait. Give it a week. See if you see a major increase in cases of the coronavirus in the state of Florida, in the state of Arizona and in the state of Illinois. You think these states are just magically shielded? The power of democracy will shield them because Tom Perez said so? So from older people standing in line when waiting for hours, as that woman just said, here's another story out of Illinois. I'm supposed to be an election judge tomorrow in the city of Chicago. And I've received absolutely zero communication um, about any sort of precautions that they are taking for COVID-19. Not a single word, not an email, not a letter, not a call. Um, my friend had her training after the labeling of it as a pandemic on Wednesday. She had her training on Friday. The person who was training her had to bring their own hand sanitizer and they had hand sanitizer before and after touching the machines, but uh, my friend asked, will there be hand sanitizer and will this be standard procedure um, on the day of elections? And she said, no, they were not taught and I was not taught to wipe down machines before and after use. Um, we were not told whether we will be given hand sanitizer, whether we will be given wipes, nothing. I just called the board of elections, um, talked to someone, she said, there will be hand sanitizer, there will be wipes. There will be no gloves, no gloves. There will be no masks. Um, and I said, why wasn't anyone notified about even the hand sanitizer or the wipes? Are we teaching anyone? Are we telling anyone that they have to do this? She said, they quote unquote, didn't have time to send out a mass communication. They did not have time to email. And they said, they're trying to call some people now to let them know. 
but people aren't being taught to do anything differently. Um, election judges are dropping out left and right, not just elderly. Friends of mine who are in their 20s are dropping out. I just called the governor's office. Well, first, the governor's Chicago office is nothing but a busy signal. I had to call Springfield, talk to someone there. I literally spoke, they listened to me, and then they said, thank you for your concerns. I'll be sure to pass it on. Goodbye. This is an absolute mess. I'm not one who's usually scared. Like, I mean, I've been fine, like, but I'm scared to work as an election judge where there has been no precautions being let known because even if they have hand sanitizer and wipes, that doesn't help if they don't teach people what they need to do and when. Plus, like... That, that fine young woman, like so many others, you see, she said, uh, you know, I feel fine. I, I don't have a number. There's a, there's, there's a whole lot of people in America and around the world that have COVID-19, coronavirus, without any symptoms. You could be asymptomatic for days. You could honestly have it and really not have major symptoms. You could have a mild cough. You could have, you know, a runny nose. You could have, uh, you know, the harsher symptoms are shortness of breath, fever, obviously, but it, 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 COVID it does not affect every single person the same way. So that woman, like so many others, might be going there feeling fine, having contracted the virus and passing it off to somebody else without even knowing it. This is not uh, the type of thing that's intentional transmission. Obviously, people don't know they have it, don't know they're passing it off. And by the way, I want to point out something, just to be fair. Um, Bernie did not explicitly come out and tell his voters to stay home. Uh, I think he was in a lose-lose position, to tell you the truth. And just to give you an update, if you're coming late, the current count, uh, again, I don't really, I don't consider these, you know, reputable elections because of everything going on. But with 10% of the vote in Illinois, Biden is up right now by 20 points. Uh, that has gone down for Biden and up for Bernie. So I expect Bernie to keep closing the gap. They declared Biden the winner, but I would expect Biden is not going to win Illinois by the margin that he won Florida. Florida, with 87% of the vote, uh, Biden is crushing him. So this was kind of expected in Florida. Um, once we have the final numbers, uh, you know, I would not expect... I think you might see 40 to 50 to 60 percent reduction in turnout compared to 2016 because most people aren't willing to risk their lives to stand in a line for three hours. I'm not. So you literally have here. Uh, so I showed you that one. Here's something. Let me find it. In a Chicago boat polling place. It's just unbelievable. Not sure if this is allowed. At my voting station in Chicago, they had Ricky Hendon's voting preferences at every station for people to use as a guide. This seems very suggestive. Could you please forward this to someone? Let me zoom in.
as best as I can, they have, for voters to see, State Senator Ricky Hendon's 2020 Democratic sample ballot. And what do you know? Joe Biden is his sample choice. Danny Davis, a congressman who is wildly corrupt. Anthony Clark is running against him down there in Chicago. Sample choice. Biden delegate is a sample choice. This is illegal. What's in front of you right now is illegal. You cannot electioneer in a polling place. This is electioneering. Let me say it again. Illegal. It's not suggestive. It's illegal. But this is the kind of stuff going on around the country today. I mean, you just can't make this stuff up. We at Status Quo are not closing down shop because of coronavirus. We might not be traveling. Obviously, we want to protect ourselves. We're not superhuman, so Jen and I uh, do not want to get sick. But we do want to cover this as best as we can. So if you, your family, your friends are affected by the coronavirus, and obviously everyone's affected, but I mean directly affected. If you're sick, if your family members are sick, if your friends are sick, we want, to, we want to speak to you. We also want to tell the economic pain. And let me give you an example of the type of stories we're looking at. And uh, this is not high tech because I want to protect this person's identity who sent this to me today because they don't want to lose their job. But I got this message earlier today. Let me make this bigger. I got this message earlier today uh, from a viewer. Hopefully you could read it. Hi, Jordan. Please keep my name and identity anonymous, but you could share my story. Let me move it. I am a young medical insurance company worker in Los Angeles County. I work middle management. My company is forcing us to work despite instructions from the California governor and the Los Angeles mayor. We have been told we could not do our job from home. Also, that violations with work compliance prevent us. They are violating and putting us all in danger for capitalistic profit. The staff of predominantly women concerns like children, daycare, immunodeficiency, and fear were disregarded. We were given a catch-22 verbal, do you want to work or no ultimatum in a large group uh, setting, in a large group setting where pressure was a huge factor. We got nothing in writing and our staff floor has way more than the recommended 10 people max. People are talking about being out of work, which is horrible, but the silent majority of us are being forced to work in small crowds for non-essential work. Jordan, these companies are evil and their middle management department heads are making HR, HR violation decisions. It's actually tricky what they are doing. They are having these supervisors, supervisors make the threats from upper management, but upper management is acting, uh, they have no, acting like they have no part in this. The, the resent for the middle class worker who, because we make what they say verbatim as, quote, good money, is real in these private corporate jobs. Basically, because we get paid what they consider decent wages, we should sacrifice our lives, our families, and communities. I have family with an immunodeficiency disease, which they know about, and yet I have to come in every day regardless. 
People think they know what is happening in these works, in these work streets. But trust Jordan, the corporate intimidation, silencing, disregard for life, and HR violations are real. Please tell my story, but keep me anonymous. And I got the name of the company, but this person was uh, fearful for their job, so I'm not going to name the company. Can you imagine how many more stories like this are going on around the country right now? Can you imagine? People are being forced to work. And by the way, I'm not going to say who, but somebody close to me has to go in to their office because some companies, you know, what their, what their job is, there's uh, proprietary information in the office, meaning they, don't, they won't let you leave the office with certain things. And certain jobs, you can't do from home. You, the quote-unquote proprietary information is in the office. So it's just unbelievable that for what that person who sent me that story is talking about for non-essential work, a lot of people take public transit to work. Even if you're driving to work, right? You got to get out of the car and go in your office. You're around other people. Those other people might not all drive to work. They're, they might take the train to work. They might take the bus to work. It's insane. And unlike what Joe Biden lied about on the debate stage, the reason Italy is so far bad right now has, is so, so in dire straits is not because they have a Medicare for all system. It's because they didn't put the country on lockdown early enough. Just like we haven't put our country on lockdown early enough. No, my friend doesn't work at Northrum, Northrop Grumman, but thank you. <laughs> uh, so you have capitalist pigs who don't want to lose profit forcing their workers to work right now and putting their dangers, their, their lives in dangers. I want to remind you, 48 hours ago, I said this yesterday, but if you didn't see me yesterday, Joe Biden sends out a tweet. In fairness, most of these candidates don't tweet themselves, but this is Joe Biden's official account, so he's responsible for it. The right to vote is the most sacred American right there is. State election officials are working closely with public health officials to hold safe elections. If you are feeling healthy, not showing symptoms, and not at risk of being exposed to COVID-19, please vote on Tuesday. If you're exhibiting symptoms or might be at risk, absentee or vote by mail options are the best way to make your voice heard while protecting your neighbors. Yeah, just whose voices, whose voices do you think Joe Biden really wants to be heard? You think it's 20-somethings? You think it's 30-somethings? Or do you think it's the Golden Girls crowd? No offense to our loyal viewers who might be a little up there in years, but are more progressive. Whose voice you think Joe Biden wants to be heard? So as I described yesterday, pretty much every single thing Joe Biden put in this tweet was scientifically wrong. So there's either two options. Joe Biden is uninformed and incompetent and doesn't understand what the CDC was advising or he just blew it off and didn't care. Because if you are feeling healthy, not showing symptoms, the CDC, as well as 
Donald Trump's administration, health experts in Donald Trump's administration said, if you are feeling healthy, that does not mean you do not have coronavirus. Many people, I don't have a number because, you know, obviously scientists and doctors and health experts are learning things on the fly. Many people are asymptomatic for days before they feel anything. You don't believe if they feel anything. You don't believe me? Here's President Trump's point person or one of his point people on coronavirus yesterday. If you are sick, no matter who you are, please stay home. If someone in your household is diagnosed with this virus, the entire household should quarantine in the house to prevent spread of the virus to others. The reason we're taking these strong and bold steps is because we know there is virus spread before you develop symptoms. And then we know that there's a large group, we don't know the precise percent yet, that actually is asymptomatic or has such mild cases that they continue to spread the virus. If your children are sick. You heard it right there, asymptomatic. Meanwhile, Joe Biden out there tweeting, go out and vote if you're feeling okay. Which, what does that do? Tell, tells people, hey, I don't have symptoms. I'm going to go stand in a line for three hours. I might have it, but not know it. And I might be standing online next to an older person who's the most susceptible to this. But wasn't just Joe Biden. His top senior advisor went on CNN, said even more than that. Our democracy um, is, is extremely important. And even in times of strife in this country, we have to do our duty. So uh, the CDC and folks have said it's safe out there for Tuesday. So I, you know, I don't know what Senator Sanders was talking about, but I'll tell you, Governor DeWine said it was safe in Ohio. So I, I encourage people to get out there and vote on Tuesday. I mean, what can you say? And you know what was the most disgusting part of all that? You know what was the most disgusting part of all that? Obviously, her reckless lying. Did you see Chris Cuomo, the anchor? Did you see his eyes when she said that? He literally goes like this. When she says, the CDC says it's safe, he goes like this. Like, Jesus, what do I do here? She just made a reckless, dangerous lie that's going to put people's lives in danger. But, you know, we work for the Biden campaign must not challenge. Simone Sanders is not a medical expert, right? But she's a political operative. So her going on CNN after her boss wrongly sent out disinformation and saying the CDC says it's safe, of course the CDC didn't say it's safe. At that point, the CDC was advising against gatherings of more than 50 people. Most polling places are gatherings more than 50 people. Donald, uh, President Trump yesterday knocked that number down to more than 10 people. When she said the governor of Ohio said it's safe, no he didn't. Several hours after you went on national television and made that reckless statement, he postponed the elections in Ohio to the point where a judge rejected him, rejected him from doing so. And he said, to hell with the judge, I'm gonna disobey this order out of public health. This is a Republican, Republican 
governor doing the right thing. To be clear, because there's some people I know, Jimmy is apparently going off on Bernie, and I go off on Bernie when I feel I have to go off on Bernie, but to be clear, Bernie Sanders did not publicly tell his voters to go out and vote. Uh, I have to check it. Somebody on Twitter was telling me, well, well, his campaign manager during their fireside chat uh insinuated that it's okay. I, I haven't I didn't see that, so I have to look. Bernie Sanders himself put out a tweet today. Uh, in this situation, it's a personal choice. It's a personal choice whether to vote. And he's in a he's a he's in a damned if you do, damned if you don't decision. If he says go out and vote, obviously he doesn't think people should go out and vote. He basically made that clear during the debate when he says, I have serious concerns about people going out to vote. But if he says, but, it, but if he says, I don't think people should go out and vote, oh my God, every single outlet is going to spin it, spin it like crazy. Oh, Bernie's trying to stop the bleeding. He knows Biden's going to clobber him in Florida, clobber him in Ohio, clobber, uh, clobber him in Illinois, clobber him in Arizona. Bernie's just trying to stop the inevitable. So what do you do in that situation? It's easy for, you know, Monday morning quarterbacks to say, well, Bernie should just have the leadership and say postpone the elections or whatever. I don't think it's that easy. And by the way, Bernie hurt himself. Bernie hurt himself by basically saying to his voters, it's up to you. That's not a that's not a get out the vote operation. Get out the vote operations normally entail the campaigns blasting text messages to get you out to vote emails phone calls, you know, getting the buses going to get people in. That's get out the vote. They were not doing those things today. Bernie Sanders did not do those things in Florida, Illinois, or Arizona. So, you know, to me, I don't even know how you compare Joe Biden literally telling people recklessly, if you're feeling fine, go vote, which goes against the CDC's guidelines. You don't have to feel anything. You might still have it. Even if, you do, even if you feel fine, you might still have it and pass it off to people online with you. How you could compare Bernie Sanders to that? How you could compare Bernie Sanders to Joe Biden's campaign going on CNN being like, hey, the CDC says it's fine, even though they didn't. By the way, again, I can't confirm this. I, I'm just showing what somebody said on Twitter. Joe Biden is running radio ads today and fl- telling Floridians to go vote to, quote, continue Obama's legacy. I want to be clear, I didn't hear the radio ad. I, I, I responded to that tweet. If anybody has it or heard it, record it and send it to me. So to be clear, that's not verified by me, but I wouldn't put it past them to be running ads to get out the vote in Florida, which, oh, by the way, is one of the oldest populations in the country and the most at risk. Hey, granny, get out there and vote. Need a ventilator? Yeah, well, we'll try. I mean, it's just sick. The whole thing is sick. And to tell you the truth, to tell you the truth, I don't think, you know, listen, I'm just going to be honest with you. It, Joe Biden looks like he's going to win the nomination at this point. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, but I think everything the DNC is doing right now is making it even less likely that Joe Biden actually wins the presidency. Uh, because... 
I, I could see a lot of progressives looking at what is going on right now and, and Tom Perez and, and, and Joe Biden and the entire establishment pushing for voting to go on while a highly contagious and deadly pandemic is going around the country and the world. Ugh, that's not something you forget in six months. Let's move on to Mr. Perez. This was Tom Perez uh, last night, not leading with his value. It is your view that this can be safely conducted tomorrow. Who, who have you been consulting to come to that view? Well, again, uh, we didn't intervene in that case. No, I know. I, I, this it. is a state matter, yeah. but I'm asking your position sure. as Tom Perez, the head of DNC. Sure. My, my understanding is you're saying you agree with the states that are going forward. Yes, we, we respect what they're doing. And we, you know, we always encourage everyone. And I've, I was in contact today with uh, people in a number of these states, uh, including but not limited to Arizona. And again, asking them if they do they believe they have the systems in place that enable them to put the elections on tomorrow. And they do. And Republican and Democratic governors have made that judgment that they can do that. I don't think it's for me uh, to second guess those judgments, Chris. And so uh, I respect that. And uh, again, the point I'm making is uh, there's a broader issue here. And that broader issue is we ought to make it easier for people to vote. Yeah, you know, I'm not the chairman of the Democratic National Committee. I have no power. You know, it's not like they'll listen to me if I tell them to postpone the elections because the DNC doesn't run the state parties or anything. Tom Perez says... You know, I've talked to them and they have the systems in place. They have the systems in place. I just showed you a clip at the beginning of this live stream of uh, an election judge who says, I've gotten zero communication with the Chicago Board of Elections. I don't know what to bring. I don't know if they have enough hand sanitizer. I don't know if they have uh, sanitation to clean the voting machines. I don't know what they're going to do to ensure people are standing quote-unquote, uh, social distancing from one another. I have, I, I mean, I, I didn't have time to load all of it. I have gotten images all over this country, uh, on Twitter, from all over the country with packed lines. Definitely people not six feet away from each other. And Tom Perez says, well, you know, they tell me. They tell me that, you know, they got enough. They got enough. They have processes in place. So it'll be fine. They got processes in place. What could go wrong? Here's another one. Currently in a poorly ventilated basement of the Gage Park early vote site, the second largest Latino district in Illinois. The current wait time here is just over an hour. Folks have already started to leave saying they aren't willing to risk their health. This, you would imagine seeing this in third world countries. Do you see, do those people look like they're social distancing? And again, knock on wood, I hope this doesn't happen, but uh, it's, it's March 17th. Let's take a look in a week from now at Arizona, Ohio, and Illinois' numbers. And, and what, how many additional cases of coronavirus do they have? Because this is going to spike that number. No doubt about it. But that wasn't all, folks. That wasn't all. In addition to Tom Perez going on national television and basically playing dumb, saying, well, you know, I trust them. 
Just like we trust, you know, we trust the party in Iowa to do, you know, they know what they're doing in Iowa. Then it comes out. <laughs> I mean, you just can't make this up. It gets more corrupt by the, by the hour. That the DNC is basically threatening states that delay their primaries. That if you delay your primaries past June, we might strip you of delegates. And let me explain what that means. Each state gets a certain number of delegates. So California has the most number of delegates. New York is next. Uh, Texas is next. Uh, from there, it's a little foggy. I think Florida is next, but I could be wrong on that. And states want as many delegates as they can going to the convention uh, because that represents each state's power. And I don't want to get into the weeds, but there is... Um, often, you know, behind the scenes competition between states on who could get more delegates a lot, uh, for, uh, awarded to their, those states. So the DNC is threatening to strip states of their delegates if they try to protect public health. A new, a new memo from the Democratic National Committee panel that handles delegate selection for the presidential nomination warns that states that hastily change the first de first determining step of their own process could be subject to penalties including a 50% reduction in delegates if they hold primaries after a June cutoff date the memo also says the panel is looking at ways to adjust how delegates are selected in response to the coronavirus pandemic three states will hold primaries on Tuesday a fourth Ohio postponed on Monday uh, due to the coronavirus, Louisiana, Kentucky, Georgia, and Maryland have also postponed their votes. As in virtually every part of U.S. society, election officials at every level have been discussing ways to safely administer the elections. The new DNC memo obtained by The Guardian was sent to members of the Rules and Bylaws Committee on Wednesday night. Quote, we are working with state parties that need to make adjustments as needed to their delegate selection process so they can continue without major interruptions wrote James Roosevelt and Lorraine Miller, co-chairs of the Rules and Bylaw Committee. The regulation allows technical changes to be approved by the co-chairs. A number of states have taken dramatic steps to prevent the spreading of the coronavirus. Late on Monday night, Ohio's Governor Mike DeWine announced that his administration would order polling stations closed because of the health emergency. It's just unbelievable. I don't know how else to, to talk about this. This is just my opinion. How else should people view this other than Tom Perez, the DNC, let's be clear, the governor of Illinois just endorsed Joe Biden yesterday. When governors endorse candidates, there's usually some communication between those governors and the campaigns that they're endorsing. You don't think it has a, no connection between the Illinois governor deciding to keep these primaries going? Chicago, one of the biggest cities in the country, with the fact that he just endorsed Joe Biden? It seems to me they're willing to straight up risk public health to just finish this primary, finish Bernie Sanders off, And, you know, start to restore the soul of the country bumper stickers. But most importantly, get rid of Bernie Sanders.
And if that wasn't enough, then the DNC came out and called on states not to postpone their primaries. DNC is asking states not to postpone their primaries amid the coronavirus pandemic, but instead to take measures to, to make voting more safe and remote when possible. DNC Chairman Tom Perez said in a statement that states should begin mailing ballots to all registered voters and to implement no excuse absentee voting, which allows voters to drop their ballots off at pre-approved sites. In addition, Perez said that polling places should expand their hours and days of service to reduce lines and crowds. The DNC chairman said that postponing elections, as several states have done, is not the right answer. Quote, states, have not, states that have not yet held primary elections should focus on implementing the aforementioned measures to make it easier and safer for voters to exercise their constitutional rights to vote instead of moving primaries to later in the cycle when timing around the virus remains unpredictable. I don't even know where to start with this idiot. I don't know if this is idiocy, idiocy or just straight up, so, so, how do you say it, sociopathy? Sociopathy. Sociopathy. Sosopathy. I'm making it up. Sociopathy. First of all, Jen, Jen, can you call me? I know you're a psychology major. I want to get your input here. Give me a ring. States should begin mailing ballots to all registered voters and to implement no excuse absentee voting, which allows voters to drop their ballots off at approved sites. Is this guy living in an alternate reality? Drop ballots off at an approved site? New York City is potentially about to go on lockdown. Shelter in place. Parts of California are doing this now. There is other parts of the country. Hey there. Hey. Uh, let me just finish my rant for a second. There are other other parts of the country that are talking about sheltering in place. How are people going to drop off their mail-in ballots at a pre-decided pre location if they're not allowed to leave their home? Which, by the way, Italy has been doing for the last two and a half weeks. Why? Because they didn't do it early enough, so now they're forced to do it now. Jen, is this guy a moron or just a criminal? I don't think he's a moron. I think he's. I think he is a criminal. I mean, his actions are are criminal. His actions are disgusting. They're obviously not caring of the people. You have to be a sociopath to carry something out like this, and not only to do that, but to threaten states by you know trying to strip them of delegates. You have to be screwed up in the head in some way and not, not a caring person, <laughs> to put it mildly, to do those, those things. It's absolutely disgusting. And the thing that I find so bizarre is like, he's talking like it's just like, yeah, you know, you could drop off your ballots at a pre-approved site. Um, you know, some polling places should expand their hours and days of service to reduce lines. Like he's talking like he thinks that... It's a guarantee that polling places are going to be staying open for early voting, that 
people are going to be able to leave their homes to drop off their ballots. That the U.S. Postal Service will continue uninterrupted for all these mail-in ballots to be delivered. I mean, he, he again, I don't know if this is just straight up idiocy. It's not idiocy at all because he knows he knows that people showed up today that the polling um, volunteers showed up today and the the polling judges weren't there. There were signs, you know, it was all over social media. There were signs taped to windows saying, "Sorry, the election judges didn't show up today." So uh, call someone, I guess. Like no one, a lot of people didn't know what to do, and obviously people didn't show up. But even for those who did show up, there was no one there. That's that's something that even my ten year old would understand <laughs> that you can't you can't hold a fair election, uh, a legitimate election under these circumstances. So even if this guy isn't a sociopath, then he is. I mean, well, he he. I I, I don't want to say like he's he's a criminal disgusting like i don't i can't diagnose him obviously i don't know his intentions well you do you do have a degree in psychology so i do have a degree in psychology but i am not like a, a doctor of psychology or anything like that um i i think you know as far as his motivations we know that his motivations are to get joe biden elected president or at least to get him the nomination that is the sole focus right now and tom perez knows that if he pushes through and um and gets and makes that happen then he's you know he's good to go that is his sole goal and mission right now he does not care about the people he doesn't care that people showed up to empty polling places today he doesn't care that this disenfranchises voters if he did care then we would have seen a different outcome in Iowa of what happened there 